I confess, I love it when my boyfriend slaps me across the face when I'm going down on him. By the way, you can do it much harder than you did last night, honey. Confess, I finally found a guy who was going to let me peg him. The sexting was steamy and made me so hot. Too bad he was racist. Gross. Big old boo. I'm sorry, Bunny. You'll get another one. I confess, I'm really into my new partner, He's very basic, uh, uneventful in bed, and I really, what I really want to do is just put his balls in my mouth. (laughs) But I'm afraid that he will think I'm whack. (laughs) Honey, just do it. Just put his balls in your mouth. Please do it for me. (laughs) Do it for me. Yeah. <laughs> also, let's just take an audio. Is it whack to put balls in your mouth? Exactly. Sex. Almost everybody does it, and almost nobody talks about it. Except at Bed Post Confessions, a storytelling show based in Austin, Texas. Whether the stories are funny, informative, political, or completely personal, The anonymous confessions from the audience are the stars of every show. Welcome to the Bedpost Confessions podcast. I'm Bedpost producer Sadie Smythe. From our July 2019 show, Jasper St. James gave the audience some titillation and education because this boylesque performer is also a sex educator. We did a fun segment called Ask a Sexpert Q&A, where Jasper took audience questions and shared plenty of useful and helpful advice. If we could only podcast his boylesque performance, though, less I. And just a quick reminder, all Bedpost storytelling productions are made accessible to deaf audience members by the fantastic interpreters from Soul Lumination. Though their interpreters are there to serve the deaf, they enthrall the entire crowd with their beautiful expressions of American Sign Language. If you hear a roar of laughter and don't understand why... The interpreter may have stolen the show for a minute. And now here is Jasper St. James. Tonight, I knew just by listening to your confessions that y'all were some kinky motherfuckers. So I have a fuck ton of questions. I'm going to try to get through all of them. If not, follow me on Instagram at Jasper St. James, and I'm going to continue answering your questions on there. So also, you can also still submit your questions and I'll answer them via Instagram. So let's dive in, shall we? All right. So the first one is what are we going to do about women thinking that their labias are too big? Yeah. Yeah. Done. But seriously, it's true. So, okay. Unfortunately, porn has kind of done everyone a disservice and seeing that, you know, these perfectly beautiful labias that are symmetrical and that shit ain't real. That shit ain't real. One side is always a little bit bigger than the other. 
And some of them might be bigger. Some of them might be nice and petite and cute and whatever. I say, if you haven't looked at your labia, fucking take a mirror to it. Look at it. Appreciate it. Worship it. It is beautiful. Um, And also, I encourage you to find alternative sources um, that are properly representing labias all over the world. So if you can, Vulva Gallery... Check them out. They're incredible. They've posted some really amazing things. We actually have a local artist in San Antonio who actually does vulva castings. So you can actually get one done of your own, put it on your wall, and it could be your sexual token every fucking day. You could just walk on by and be like, mm, I love you. I love you. Or maybe put it on your partner's desk at work, you know, like, instead of a photo, it's a picture of your fucking vulva. It's awesome. So, yeah, so I just encourage you to find alternative sources. Um, I mean, shit, even fucking, I mean, Tumblr, RIP, you know, but there was some good Tumblr feeds out there. I know. You are my people. You guys are, like, sad that Tumblr's gone. Everyone's like, what's Tumblr? You're all, it was free porn. All right, so the next question, I kind of love it. Is squirting urine? Done. It is not urine. It is not urine. Um, The fluid that builds up for squirting, it's actually tasteless. It's odorless. It's a clear, liquidy um, substance. It is not the same as urine. Um, And a good way to kind of see if you are on the verge of squirting, go to the bathroom before you have sex. Empty out your bladder. If you feel storms a-brewing in there, (laughs) fucking let it out. Let it go. Let it go. The only thing to remember is sometimes squirting is not, and again, porn, I love you and I hate you, It is not shooting across from one end of the room to the other with like a cup and you're like, no, it's not like that at all. It could just be a light little, little, ah. or it's fucking Niagara Falls. I don't fucking know, but I wouldn't know. So I've been told. Um, so the next one is, okay, how can I ride my boyfriend without his penis going all the way in me, but also not, ha- not hovering over him using all of my leg strength? Girl, that is a real question. I am a thick bitch. And these legs, although they are long and beautiful, they fucking get tired too. And I get cramps. And so it's really uncomfortable to be like, your legs start cramping up. You start shaking. You're like, my God, it's a lot of fucking work. It's a lot of work. So here's a couple of things. Um, there's actually a product out on the market that I totally encourage, okay? It's called the O-Nut. And I know, it's amazing. It's actually stackable rings that you can apply to the base of the penis. So it's almost like a bumper. 
So if you don't want it to penetrate you all the way, you can stack them. It comes in a set of four rings. So you literally can remove as you go. So like, yeah. It's like ring toss, but you know. And it doesn't feel weird either. It's like, it's kind of like a cock ring at the same time. So it's like, you get a nice hard dick and you're controlling how much is penetrating you at a time. That's also a really good tip for anal too. If you're like wanting to experiment with penile penetration, maybe start off with just the tip, you know, instead of going fist deep right away. The hovering part you know, I okay. I'll be totally honest. I don't like the hovering either. It's so annoying. Put the bumper on and get on your knees. Okay, then you can slowly go down as much as you can, but you're also still being supported. Whether you're on a bed, a sofa, whatever, um, you have that support there. So I know it fucking sucks sometimes, but it's fun. It's awesome, right? So yeah, check out the O nut. The O nut's amazing. Um, all right. So this next one, how do I talk to my partner about opening up when they've expressed insecurity about it? I'm assuming this is about opening up your relationship. Um, communication is key. Okay. Whether you are just simply thinking about opening up your relationship or you guys are already starting communication, the beginning, during, after is so important. Um, and this is communication with all your partners, not just your primary two. So kind of keeping this in mind that, hey, we're going through something because there's so many things that can come up. Jealousy, you know, body, you know, body shaming, body issues, anything like all this stuff comes into play. Um, so I totally recommend communication. Communication. What if they say no to opening up? Then maybe we, you know, we have another discussion. Maybe with a therapist, a sex therapist. Um, but yeah, go and talk to a sex therapist and say like, hey, what are some other ways that we can kind of, you know, explore this in a healthy way? So I'm sure you guys will figure something out. Um, all right. So the next one I have is I amicably ended a healthy, wonderful, while it lasted five year relationship a year ago. We are still friends, and I'm happy with my decision. However, I am terrified of being intimate with someone new. I don't know how to get back out there. Help. And then it's got a broken heart emoji. Well, not emoji. It's a drawing. I forgot this was handwritten. This was a text. You know, dating is rough. It sucks. Whether you've been on the dating scene recently or this is something that's totally brand new and there's all these dating apps and you're like, what the fuck is Tinder and Grindr and, I mean, have fun. But um, there's so much out there. I encourage you to find some sort of group some sort of network that you can find other singles and maybe you guys can, you know, have like little singles nights and go out and do things um, and kind of talk about the trials and tribulation of dating in this century because it's not the same. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's tough, but it's going to be trial and error, you know? Um, but yeah, I mean, have fun. You're in a brand new state of mind. You're in a brand new body. You're in a brand new, because I mean, even when you break out of a, 
old relationship, you've, you're in a brand new shell, you know? So explore it, love it, live it, have fun. There's no right or wrong. All right, so I only have a couple minutes left. And I, let me show you, okay? I knew this was going to happen. I'm missing one. Five. Five of you. Butt stuff. How do I navigate it for the first time? What's the best technique to make a man come from his ass? Some of you got real in deep and were like, are there any studies about, you know, how men of any persuasion feel about receiving anal sex? Thank you. Yes. Okay, my, my gentlemen who have received anal sex, go ahead and clap if you enjoy it. Yes. The straight guys are like, yeah. <laughs> Go Cowboys. <laughs> There's no shame in it whatsoever. Okay, trying to tackle as much as possible. Start off slow. Lube is your best friend. Spit does not justify it. Lube, go slow. Start with a pinky. Maybe start with a small little toy. Yeah, do some self-exploration in the shower, too. Um, There's so much. Um, As far as prostate, hello, it's the male G-spot. So why not explore it? It's so pleasurable. And also for bodies with vulvas, fuller orgasms. Hello, put a butt plug in there. Have some vaginal sex while you're at it. Um, My only thing is if you are wanting to explore... Backdoor action. One, communicate. Okay, don't hide things from your partner. How many of y'all watch Grey's Anatomy still? Notice how I said still. 16 seasons. Yep. We're still going strong. Um, the most recent season, season 15, I was really excited because they actually had an episode about talking about prostate health. There was a guy who came into the ER. He said he was complaining. Oh, I have some stomach issues, blah, blah, blah. They were like, okay, well, we see an obstruction. They asked him and he said it was a shampoo bottle that he accidentally fell on a shampoo bottle. (laughs) And if any of you are in the medical field, you know how many times somebody accidentally falls on something and it lands right up their asshole. Um... (laughs) just greased its way in. So the doctor was really nice and was like, hey, you know, it's totally fine if you want to stimulate your prostate. It's really, really good for you. Helps ward off prostate cancer, all this stuff. And you should really talk to your wife about this. And he was like, no, no, just take it out of me. Take it out of me. They go to the fucking ER, okay, because they have to operate to get this shit out. It wasn't a fucking shampoo bottle it was a can of hairspray so they go in with the laser and death became her on the table so yeah all of you are like fuck no more tresemme bottles for me 
No, switch it up, okay? Do it with flair so you don't lose it up there, okay? And talk about sex. Thank you guys so much. Have a good night. I confess, I orgasmed while on the phone with AT&T. <laughs> they put me on hold too long. It was that Muzak, wasn't it? Just did it for you. Get you going. Get you going. I confess, I lost my virginity to my best friend's boyfriend. It's 30 years later, and she still doesn't know. That is a true confession right there. Yep. Maybe just keep that one to us. <laughs> I confess. One of my children came home unannounced while we were having an orgy. Um, I'm not sure how much she really knows, and I'm afraid to ask her. <laughs> I mean, maybe when she's like 25, you can go ahead and open that box again. It depends on the age. I was trying yeah. to think of something, but I don't know the age, so it's a little hard to, you know, help you there. I confess, I'm here with both lovers, and sadly, we will, be, we will not be having a threesome tonight. Crown face. You know what, though? I gotta say, thank you for your honesty, and sometimes it's just not the right night to have a threesome. So it's better to call it and just say, we're not gonna do it tonight, and then when it's time to have it, the threesome, it's gonna be really fucking good. Truth. Jasper St. James is an award-winning burlesque performer and producer for the Pasty Pops, a plus-size model, and a certified sex instructor at the Sexology Institute. Find Jasper via our show notes links. Bedpost Confessions is recorded in front of a live audience at the North Door in Austin, Texas. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Bedpost Confessions. Treat yourself and maybe buy a little merch by visiting bedpostconfessions.com. Bedpost Confessions is produced by myself, Sadie Smythe, and Miranda Wiley. Our podcast production team is Mariah Gossett, Mike Garcia, and Permanent Record Studios. You know the drill. Rate and review the podcast. Share it with a friend. Remember, masks are sexy. And always keep confessing. Confessing.